You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. All right. I was in France. Sarah's training for Ironman, but we all need to know how is Khadija's swim? It was awesome. It was amazing. When I got to the lighthouse, I played with the fish and it was really nice. It was totally worth it. When I finished, my tongue was swollen um, from all the salt. I had a reaction to all of the jellyfish things and I didn't realize my left eye was swollen shut. Oh, when shit. I popped off my goggles, Ow. but I would do it all over again. Yeah, the jellyfish were out in full force because the water was it was the water was warm. But I I really enjoyed myself. I, I I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. I had to leave my ego on the shore because there was no way I was going to be able to swim fast for eight nautical miles. And Jocelyn, how far is it? Tell us again, how far is eight nautical miles? 9.2 miles. Okay. Um, and um, there are points, I mean, just like in uh, Iron Man, where you feel like, am I going to finish? And you just kind of put your head down. At one point, I told my kayak, I was like, I can't, I can't sight anymore. I just couldn't, the swells were too big and I couldn't lift my head up high enough. And I literally told her, if I get offline, just tap me. And that's what she did for over a mile. Oh, and wow. then I kind of kind of got my energy back and I was able to start swimming again but it was it was a great experience it was a great a humbling and great experience did you notice the jellyfish as they were stinging you yeah I mean even sometimes when I reached out you could feel them were they, know, they the soft... small because I've been saying they were small they ones, were about hand size they weren't oh. really tiny ones yeah and I think what got me on my face was this one was it was I guess soft side up and it literally just swathed all the way across my face. And I was like, oh. it didn't sting at first. But like five minutes later, I was like, that's really going to hurt when I get out of the water. Yeah. Wait, which eye was swollen and which side do you breathe in sight on? I bilateral breathe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually, I was really, I, I almost bilateral breathe the entire time except wow. for, uh, one point because the swells were coming the current was kind of cross so it was advantageous just to breathe on my left at that point sure but which eye she this, wasn't this side. If you were able to see yeah maybe that's why it was hard to sight mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and i was just i was tired it yeah. I, it took me over six hours so I, was mm-hmm. ask. I was not like i'm speedy gonzalez it took me i was only swimming like a to 15 to 20 pace it's crazy you didn't have a reaction to jellyfish i was stung at a race once and i got like delirious you know and yeah. then i felt like bad because you remember when daniella still like won kona after she was stung by jellyfish and i was like oh here i have to dnf and she won kona yeah. so. everybody's different i mean yeah. some people they got they felt it but nothing happened i just swelled up real bad and i popped some benadryl and a couple hours oh. later i was okay but yeah i swelled up really bad sounds great sounds lovely sounds amazing yeah. yeah yeah but getting at the lighthouse is just it's like pure euphoria it's absolutely beautiful if you see pictures of it huh. and the water was crystal clear I literally had a school of fish 
swimming with me for like almost a thousand meters. When I stopped to drink, they stopped and then they started oh. swimming. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing. Is there like mm. fish food hanging off of me? <laughs> so they're like, it's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's really neat. That's really cool. Yeah, it was it was exciting. It's a highly recommended event. Really low key, great dinner afterwards. It was really nice. All right. I don't know uh, that I'm sold, but I'll believe you. Yeah. How, <laughs> how sore are you? Yeah. Actually, I wasn't sore. That was one of the uh, the things that I did when I was uh, in uh, Kohimar with um, Antonio and Herrick. We worked on my uh, technique to make sure I I remembered never to stay flat. I was constantly you know on my side and making sure that my uh recovery was nice and relaxed i really didn't have a lot of soreness at all my lats were a little bit sore but my shoulders weren't sore and just the right at the top of my shoulders from lifting my head right well when i was sighting but other than that i felt great hmm. so you're saying you could have gone longer no <laughs> we, we found we found khadija's thing she's gonna become an ultra distance swimmer it's gonna be yeah. great I mean, I'd do it again. Just warm water. I'd do it again. I really would. I I saw some guys at the record for like the longest swimming, uh, non-stopping in the ocean this week. And he swam like 60 hours straight. So that could be your new thing. Like without sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it was like unassisted. So he wasn't allowed to touch the boat for the whole time. No. Wait, Sarah's just shaking her head. (laughs) But they still could like give him food, but he just couldn't touch the bow. Yeah, it's easier if they hold a stick out anyway. I think they like hold a stick out, but he wasn't allowed like so sometimes when you do like a channel crossing or stuff, you're allowed like depends on rules, but you're allowed to like touch the boat or stop. You just can't make forward progress, but he was Mm -hmm. not allowed to touch the boat. So Yeah. The stick is easier anyway. Every time I touch the kayak, I don't know what it is about me. My whole body floats up and sucks up to the kayak. It's like I'm like a cork. I don't know what it is. Even like when they, I hate pontoon starts where they make us start in the water because amateurs sometimes they make us start in the water. They tell us to hold on to the pontoon right. and my whole body floats up under right. the pontoon. <laughs> all right. Well, today we are going to talk about uh, all that racing, about Nice, about Kona coming up, about our Watch the Women campaign. And uh, we're going to find out how everyone else's training is going uh, besides Khadija. So, yes. So Nice was fascinating. Did you guys watch it at all? Did you? I know it was middle of the night here, but. I'd watched YouTube when I was running last night. I watched the replay. I watched, uh, I turned it on when I woke up. And so I think they were at like mile 10 of the marathon or maybe earlier. Boring. That was like the boring part of the race. Yeah, it it was pretty boring. It was pretty boring. (laughs) What lap is he on? Yeah, they just kept going in circles. So I'm curious. I mean, like, I know what I thought coming out of it, but are you guys, would you guys do it next year? Like, are you excited about it? Did it seem exciting? Like, if I did. Right. Like, Iron if you did triathlon and qualified, right? Sure. <laughs> so it, it's hard to tell what the feeling is like on the ground. Sure. Like, did it, did it feel like Kona equivalent energy? You know, yeah. like. Was there a big buzz? Did the whole town get behind it? Well, no, because it's a city, right? So, like, I think that's, like, when people keep being, like, was it like Kona? You're, like, no, because Kona's, like, what is Kona? 5,000 people. We literally bring more triathletes than there are residents in Kona, right? So, like, of course, that's going to feel like we're the only game in town. We're the biggest place. Nice is a big city, and they have, like, World Rugby Cup starting there next week, and they have, right? Like, so for them, it's kind of just, like, one a thing happening. And so, yeah, like, it's big. It takes over the promenade. 
for sure when you're like around it it feels like this is a world championship but like no like my hotel which was like long story i ended up at this at a motel like a motel six in french whatever that is um like no like there was no other there was one other athlete there like they didn't they knew what i was there for but they didn't like care right it wasn't like it was like oh is there a thing going on so that's like for sure that's is that weird. like french or is that nice right i think it's nice and i think okay. obviously the french are weird. i mean you know what i'm saying like <laughs> if i like, still did iron man and um traveled far with my bike then I would totally do it because I think from the east coast it's actually easier to get to Europe than to go all the way to Hawaii so I think that's one of the things it's like it's I don't know that it's good or bad for it to be in a big city right it makes it feel for sure like just one of like the most important thing happening in Nice but just one of a thing happening in Nice but it also makes it so much easier right like all these Europeans flew in on Friday just to like watch the race. Mm-hmm. They like, just have a weekend in Nice and fly home because it's super cheap. Uh, we can talk about I had to leave my Airbnb, but I could like I found a hotel that night for like 150 bucks. Like, what's yeah, it, right? it so, sounds way cheaper than Kona. It's way cheaper. Way I'm not easier. afraid of a challenging course. Yeah. I so like croissants. Like, I love like croissants. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm there for the croissants. You're there for the croissants. All right. Um, so that, so you know what I mean? Like, obviously, Sarah, like, people were split, like, for sure. You, like, want it to feel like, like a Roth or a Kona or a Placid or, like, where we take, where we're as big as the town. But that's just, like, not going to happen. But were there good spectators? Yeah. Because, okay. the, because everyone from Europe flew in just to, like, watch Jan. Like, literally, all these Germans, like, rolled in Thursday night just to come and watch Jan, right? Or, like, or, like, Patrick Long was, like, well, because it's so cheap, I brought, like, my dad brought, like, seven of his friends, right? Like, Whoa! That's, like, that's amazing! Like, right, so it's so easy for the Europeans, and I don't think we've ever seen that in Kona to that degree, right? Because it's, like, or, like, a lot of the brands... expensive, yeah. It's expensive, and, like, a lot of the brands were, like, we literally just, like, drove our truck with our stuff here. Like, that's a lot easier, right? Uh-huh. So that's where I came around on like, oh, we should have had a race over here a long time ago. That sounds even ago. cheaper for Americans. I mean, because I know going to Hawaii is, even if I qualified for Hawaii, I, I, I'd have to think long and hard about going with you know kids in college. I'd okay, be like, yeah. eh, maybe not. Thanks, I, you know, give me my little I qualified plaque. I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah. It used to be like my dream. And then as the years ticked on, it got more and more expensive and just like it's out of reach for a lot of people financially. Obviously, I'm totally biased because it's like a four hour direct flight for me to come. <laughs> <So I'm> like, <laughs> um, and yeah, the Nice course is also, I mean, it's epic. Like, it's insane. I rode like half of it. and It took me like all day. <laughs> Like, I don't even know how I'm going to do the whole thing. You'll be in Iron Man shape by then. By then I'll be in Iron Man shape. So, yeah, I mean, if people are going to do it next year, I think a lot of the guys yesterday or said whatever day, two days, three days, were not prepared. Like, three days they, Yeah. They, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't feel prepared. No, I mean, they like knew, you know what I mean? Like, there's one thing to tell people it's really hilly, but they mm-hmm. like hadn't been out. And they were like shell shocked. Like it took people, not the pros, because they knew what they were doing, but like age groupers, like an hour longer, an hour and a half, right? Like, sure. oh, yeah. Significantly longer. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a friend who did it. He generally does between five and 530 on his uh, Ironman uh, bikes. It took him over seven. Yeah. Wow. That's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. And then that Hard starts run. to add up like 
nutrition, you know what I mean? Fatigue, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't plan for that many hours on the bike. And then even though the run is flat, you know. Oh, yeah. Right. It, you can so, see it. So, Kelly, what what are your tips for our listeners who are who have circled Nice on the calendar for next year? They want to race. Like, what tips would you give them over the next year, you know, how to prepare for this race, how this course? Practice your line standing because it's French security. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they do need to fix that for sure. Uh, yeah, so like it is, um, it was a non-wetsuit swim first off. And I think, you know, that was kind of like a surprise race morning and there were jellyfish. And so that was, and then the bike, I mean, you've got to practice hill climbing. I know a lot of our triathletes ride indoors and I know some of them who did that, like struggled, right? Cause it's not just, oh, you need the power. It's also like the technique and the, like some of it's quite steep, but only steep for like 200 meters. And then you have to like roll into the next bit. Oh, so they can't just get the, that Wahoo, like pretend right, you're going up walk. a hill, up and down kind right, of thing. Right. <laughs> only the way to learn how to climb is to climb. Yeah. And the descent, I also think that like the descending, it's long and it's hard. It's not just like it's hard to explain why it's really hard. It's not just, oh, it's really fast. It's that it's really fast and then you hit switch bumps and and, yeah. and you build up speed and then all of a sudden there's a switch back. So you like it didn't <laughs> yeah. expect it or like or you hit speed bumps. You hit speed bumps at like 30 miles an hour, which is awesome. Ooh. Yeah. So there's a bunch of that stuff. And I we you need to be practicing that for sure. Um I would say don't let it deter you. I know there's a concern. Uh there's a concern that a lot of women are not going to do next year because they're going to be scared is too hard. And I would like to tell everyone. Um, there you can slow, do it. Yeah, there were some slow ass dudes doing it. You can do it. It's fine. So, and then, yeah, the run is, there is no break, right? There's no like downhill, change your stride. You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of like a flat, unrelenting. Running a mile on the track. The circles. first two laps are great. Circles. And that third lap, oh my God. <laughs> but it's, it's like hot. really lined with spectators though. Yeah, right? there are a lot of spectators, but it's like, it's hot. It's unrelenting. There's fences everywhere, like for like half of it. Um, so even though there are spectators out and stuff and it's loud, you know what I mean? You know when you know what I'm talking about when you're like in the middle of a road and you're just like out there and it's sun and there is not, a, I did not see a cloud for four days. Like it's just hot and you're just like running. That sounds makes it sound great. It's great. Wait, you're supposed to be <laughs> convincing the women to want to do this next year. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's hot in Kona too. I mean, I don't. I think people also mm-hmm. were not prepared for the heat. I don't. I think they were like, "Oh, this is the one that's not hot. I don't need to worry about heat here." And people were like shell shocked. Yeah, okay. southern France in yeah. early September is gonna it's be hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the kind where like there are no clouds, right? So there's just like the sun, like you just get no just feel it baking, just feel it. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I think I just got skin cancer right now. Today. What if you get the magic forehead crystals? Oh, those like that headband thing. <laughs> we all have that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So you're saying practice hilly bike rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, get heat prepared. Heat How prepared. would you say, okay, so Kelly, you're living in the Bay Area. I grew up in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. There's a lot of like pretty technical descents. climbs and descents. And how would you compare it to California riding? 
I think, and I did this in Colorado too, right? Like, I think the thing mm-hmm. is like the sides of our mountains, um, the ones in Europe are just longer, right? Like here, even the longest ascents take like 20 minutes. Okay. I descended for an hour. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? That's like, that's in a your long mind, you can't time. rush your yeah. mind. Yeah. And you got to stay alert for that amount of time. That's, that's, that's hard. Yeah. It's a it's, like it's a lot of focus. Taxing in a different way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you need to do that. You need to do some like long like it's uh if you've ever descended in Colorado, it's more similar to that, where it's just like okay. an hour of like yeah. just stay focused. Um and, and drop the tough. ego. Everybody, a lot of people that when you qualify for 70.3 world and you know, Kona and stuff, these are women who are used to riding 20, 21, 22 miles an hour, and they're they don't want to they start off you know, burning all their matches and not realizing they can't sustain that. That's another reason that you got to leave your ego at the, at the, at the start line. Yeah. I, I think you're right. If you go too hard on a climb like that, like it's such a sustained focus that you need for the descent yeah. that if you overcook yourself on, on the climb, like you're just not mentally going to be on top of things in the same way, not yeah. as responsive. Yeah. 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 It's a long, uh, so I ended up starting, uh, whatever, French chaos. I wasn't planning on doing like the whole course, but you know, I got kicked off a train. It happens. And so I ended up starting like from where <laughs> the start was. And like, I was at like mile 10 of the actual course and I was at like 52 minutes and I had to like stop at an ice cream shop. <laughs> like, oh. Yay, man. ice cream. Oh, this is brutal. Yeah. So <laughs> good times. Do you say, would you suggest that people ride a road bike? I know a lot of people say, oh, if it's this hilly, I want to ride a road bike. I know. I was like thinking about that. I was thinking I was going to, but then I don't actually care how I do there. And I think like if you actually care, it's probably still a time trial bike situation. Mm. But it also depends on how good a descender you are. You know, like, because if you're really good at that, you could descend some in your time in your bars. And you could also, there's like a rolling. The whole top is rolling. You know what I mean? Like you climb, you roll. And then you descend. Yeah. Um, and there's a flat like 10 miles at the start and end. So yeah, I would definitely ride a TT bike. I, yeah, I, I think would like, ride a disc, but I would definitely ride a TT bike. I think like most people who were towards the front did, but there was also like, it was something like 15% of people rode road bikes or something like that. It was pretty high. So, huh. And Gustav Eden, 170.3 worlds here on a road bike. So that's right. That's right. Now that may have been because he didn't own a time trail bike at the time, but still. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway it was interesting though uh i did have a moment where i was at a community run and i looked around and i was like why am i the only woman here and i like totally forgot that it's because it was all dudes that is why oh interesting well we're gonna have the opposite problem exactly. next month which is not a problem because lots of ladies ladies i promise you guys will still show up Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying lots of ladies. Yeah. Lots of them. Yeah. Well, it was like like it didn't feel that different because because most races in Europe are like 80% men. So for the most part, yeah. you're just like, oh yeah, I'm at a European. I like there were still like partner like women there who were yeah. like clearly fit and like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was still so it didn't feel that weird, but I think an uh, all women's race is actually gonna feel uniquely different because that's like not nor- like we don't have that many races where it's all women right unless it's like say there used to be like the women's the san francisco women's the nike women's marathon 
where the fireman gave you your necklace yeah. and it was a, oh, it was they a had tiffany. one of those in atlanta <laughs> it was yeah. a tiffany necklace yeah Give it, they're giving us <laughs> tiaras and shirtless firemen giving you your medal and all this other kind of stuff <laughs> oh it was a whole thing it was gatorade in a champagne glass it was super popular mm-hmm. <laughs> it was also actually um apparently they made no money on the race it was really just to sell nike gear like uh... that was my point paying all those firemen wasn't cheap you know <laughs> they charge <laughs> extra to be shirtless <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway uh i am excited about kona though obviously you know a lot of dudes had a lot of thoughts while i was in nice but we're excited about kona are you guys excited about kona yes Heck oh yeah, yeah. Watch the uh, women. We're all wearing watch, our things. Watch the women. Watch the women. <laughs> so I feel like we should explain what watch the women is. We're all just like waving our pins on our <laughs> Their flare. <laughs> so we launched today for Feisty a Watch the Women campaign, which is trying to encourage everybody to build on you know all the momentum this year the women's tour de france the women's world cup the like record-breaking uh, volleyball game you know the basketball that's out of the sport right like all there's been just crazy crazy numbers of viewers and fans this year and so it's triathlon's goddamn turn right and we're gonna get record numbers there and it's gonna be awesome and so that's kind of what we're, we're trying to push everyone to do so we will include in the show notes by the way like the url to sign up and get your merch your pins we all have our pins on. And the merch, the shirts. Woo! The shirt. yes. I'm excited about the shirts. <laughs> I love you with the... I can see. Uh, oh, I keep on fair giving. It's a podcast. You can't see me waving the stuff. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie will make a... A real. There you go. I am very tired, guys. I am very tired, but I am excited because I believe I'm going to be part of a special podcast mm-hmm. out in Coda as part of the Watch the Women. Yeah, um, we have all we have so many podcasts planned. So much. it's going to be so much fun. So much. Fun. No offense to. Oh shoot, are you feeling left out, Jocelyn Kadija? Hopefully yes. not. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I just realized, I felt like I was rubbing it in, like, yeah, I'm going to be live with Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's a really long flight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'll be there in spirit. You'll be there in spirit. Oh, we're all life We have, like, a house on Ali'i. It's going to be, like, fully decked out. We're bringing, like, I don't know, more people than Triathlete Magazine uh, to staff it. We're going to do podcasts every day. It's going to be crazy. I can't get my van there. I, if I can well, get my van there, then I'd be jealous. You can get the van on a boat. <laughs> you got a driveway. A you got a driveway in that. The boat will take you there. to Kona. I did see a cruise ship leaving San Francisco the other day that I'm pretty sure was going to Hawaii because we don't have any cruises. So there you go. You can take your boat on that. And no, the, go van, all the, way. the van. The van. Yeah. Sorry. The, the van, van on the and boat. And I just got to find people with driveways and I, mm-hmm. can, I got a place to stay. Mm-hmm. there's driveways in Kona I bet at wherever they're staying they got a driveway I am super curious though about the vibe because you know how like trying to think of this, you know how like women's only vibe can be like sometimes it's like yoga and sometimes it's like not right and so I'm just I'm curious what we're gonna what we're gonna end up with here is What's there gonna the be not? A, a hair braiding station <laughs> right a hair so, braiding. <laughs> oh my I, gosh so now 
Jocelyn's got us sitting on the stoop braiding each other's hair. Oh my God. Jocelyn? I'm pretty sure. Someone proposed that. Yes. That was a real proposal. Yes. Okay. I think, oh, really? I yes. think they did that at the, the Nike Women's Marathon that we were just talking about. I'm pretty sure they had a hair braiding station. This is what I'm saying, Khadija. Sometimes it's shirtless firemen and hair braiding. And sometimes it's like <laughs> not. And I just don't know which vibe we're going to get. So. Maybe there's something for everybody. Yeah. Some people can have the hair braiding. Yeah. Totally fine. My Listen. hair doesn't look good braided, but other people's does. Whatever makes people happy. Yeah. yeah. But there will be an underwear run. There is going to be an underwear run. That's true. There is going to be one of those. Nice. Um, I believe it's going to be a fundraiser for the Ironman Foundation now. um, Okay. What was it before? Uh, Well, before it was run by Mike Riley and I can't remember the other person's name. And it was a fundraiser for something else. But now, um, and they were going to get rid of it. But I was like don't get rid of it um and so now it's gonna be a fundraiser for iron man foundation and i think that 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 money is gonna go towards like um you know like the women for try programs and like getting uh... more girls into the sport and that kind of thing so that makes sense right um did they do an underwear run in france they did not do an underwear run an in france because there was not because um the france french said no right? oh, not possible right. yeah not possible uh i am sorry kelly it is not possible <laughs> merci blah blah so <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not trying to hate on anyone's shirtless fireman or hair braiding i'm just saying i'm curious what the vibe's gonna be like i don't know yet and i don't think anyone knows you know what i mean i feel like all the dudes in hawaii are already shirtless well yeah everyone's shirtless in hawaii that's just right yeah. are they gonna be extra handsome handing out the medals <laughs> I don't know but I don't feel like I mean no one wears shirts in Hawaii I feel like I always accidentally bring one t-shirt that I don't even put on because yeah wearing anything besides tank tops and sports bras is rough in Hawaii I don't know I I don't know if it's going to feel because the the people who are there Mm -hmm. want to compete Mm -hmm. but also they're in Hawaii they want to have fun so it's going to be that balance between mm-hmm. high performance and like we're chilling out, having a good time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see whether it feels other than the the difference in numbers, um, whether it feels different, significantly yeah. different. That's what I'm saying. I bet it's going to yeah. be less assholey. Mm. You know what is going to happen? What? Far fewer dudes sitting on my wheel mm-hmm. on the queen k and the lead up to the race just like then all of a sudden randomly blowing by me right. and like just unsustainable efforts <laughs> really really annoying dudes on my yeah. wheel in queen k yes yeah, less of that less of that yeah 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 so i'm looking forward to that you know what i've noticed so whatever like the men talk and like okay hashtag not all men but whenever the men <laughs> talk about like the women being at their race it's always been like like oh it'd be great to have them here like it would make it feel like more of a, like i'd love to have them cheering me on right like it's sort of like in that <laughs> but i'm just saying that's like it's like framed more like oh it would add to my race to have more women here right when the women talk about the men in their race it's always in the context of like how it affects it right like the men were mm-hmm. in my race they were causing problems they were like right and so it's like it's a very different angle frame you know what i'm saying does that make sense i i like cheering on anybody who's doing triathlon like you know it's the more the merrier for sure um 
Yeah, it does change the dynamics of racing to have men and women in the same race. Not for the men so much is what I'm saying. For the women. In their minds. In their minds, right. Yeah. In their minds, they're just like, oh, yeah, that'd be nice. And to us, it like fundamentally changes the dynamics of the race. Mm-hmm. It changes theirs too, because like some of the slower guys, they don't have women to draft off of anymore. <laughs> well, did Not I say that out loud? <laughs> Not in their minds. Okay? Not in their minds, Kadisha. <laughs> yeah. Did I in say that minds. out loud? No, in their yeah. mind, it was a legal distance. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. After this break, we're going to check in with everyone's training uh, and discuss uh, Jocelyn's controversy. <laughs> Here at Feisty, we believe that endurance sports and triathlon should be for everyone. But we know that figuring it out can be a little tricky sometimes. That's why we're teaming up with Motive, the customizable training app for running, triathlon, cycling, duathlons. You make it work for you. These aren't just cut-and-paste template training programs. They're built by experts and then created for you for your race schedule abilities and your time available. And it's one of the only training apps where you could have a training plan designed to get you ready for multiple races at the same time. That'll help keep you from overdoing it and get to the start line ready to go. Yes, we're looking at you, triathletes. Now, anyone can use the app for free for as long as you want, or you can get all the upgraded features for $19.99 a month. Or, as a Feisty fan, right now, you can get two months of full premium access for free to get your training started. Get two months of premium access on the Motive app with the code FEISTY at mymotive.com. That's my, M-Y, motive, M-O-T-T-I-V, dot com. And use the code FEISTY to get started. Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner of Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Orca wetsuit. Apex is number one, but there's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a Feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. So Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using Amino Coast Heal as part of your like post-workout recovery, right? Yeah, it seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate-flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie. And I love that it helps accelerate muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah. And so you use the AminoCo Heal chocolate. How do you like it? How does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like, tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. 
And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at aminoco.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's aminoco, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing and use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. All right, you have to explain Jocelyn. Yeah, Jocelyn needs to explain what is the, what is, what is she have these opinions about? I have opinions. It could be a rant. Oh, go for it. We love a good rant. It's been a while. It has been a while. Okay, so Gwen Jorgensen just won like her second World Cup. Is that what they're called now? Yeah. Yeah. So there was this video posted, I think, on World Triathlon's Instagram of like the final stretch where she's going neck and neck with the other girl that she eventually beats. And they're going at it. They're like both going super hard. But then like right before the finish line, it's obvious Gwen has got the other girl and she ends up clapping for Gwen and then this is all before they actually cross the finish line and then like takes off her sunglasses and puts them on top of her head and then finishes yeah gotta cross the line gotta cross the line like you gotta keep your head down go for it I mean I think to be fair it was Rachel Klamer Klamer and I think she kind of was like oh shit you got me and did like one of these kind of like uh, what's the, not golf claps, but you know what I'm saying? One of the like, oh man, good for you type of. I don't know. The race is never until you cross the line. It's yeah. not over until I mean, you cross the line. Not to wish anybody bad luck, but she could have tripped anything, caught a cramp. You did not. Nah, you don't uh-huh. stop till it's done. Mm-hmm. It's not over till it's over. So, Jocelyn, what's your rant? So, my rant is that I was like, Basically, don't clap before the finish line for your competitor. And then, but people in the comments, so many people in the comments were like, oh, this shows such good sportsmanship. And I was like, no, it doesn't. (laughs) I would have liked them to go like, both go to the line hard. And it almost was reminiscent of like, that time that holding hands, crossing the finish line, holding hands. And then also another hot take, hot Rebecca take. Rebecca keep giving Chrissy Wellington that CO2 cartridge. I think that was fine. That was like good sportsmanship. Man, you just want everybody out there to be like <laughs> slashing each other's tires. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel that way. I am super not into the holding hands at the finish line. I'm not that into that. And it was like such a trend for a while there. Like every race I was at, like somebody was doing it. I was like, I'm like, I get it from like a person. Like I understand if you person, like I understand why you might be like, look, we've been through a lot. I don't feel right. Like, especially at the end of an ultra, like I understand how you get there, but it's a race. Like I'm just sort of like, it's a race. Come on. Yeah. yeah somebody's got to win. Yeah. And somebody's got to be the first loser. Oh, oh, speaking <laughs> of first losers, speaking of first losers, do you think when will Sam Laidlow get his car upgraded from vice champion? Oh, it's probably already done. It's you done. think it's done? Or he, they just he, like he, remove he the had vice that part? decal ready, man. Like, have you met him? It was in the, it was already done. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like major ego. I've never, 
I mean, I, mean, I don't think that's major. I'm just saying, like, that his dad coaches him, and the whole family's goal forever has been to win the world championship. So, like, and they're oh, just okay. like, like, they had to. <clears throat> you know what I found out, or I heard? He has a 15-year-old brother, and they just pulled his 15-year-old brother out of school to, like, homeschool him and have him train full-time. And I think that is crazy. I don't think that's healthy at all. I really Well, do. I mean, you know, Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, like, sure. But, like, it just, you know, obviously... Obviously, like none of this is healthy. Like being Ironman World Champion is not like, like a healthy endeavor. But like, I just thought that was like pretty intense. Oh, this I sounds... have thought. Wow, tell us, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that's mentally healthy. I don't. I mean, I like you said. You've mentioned other champions that do it. There's gymnasts that do mm-hmm. it all the time. Um, I've homeschooled my own children, not for athletic reasons, but yeah. I just, I just don't think it's mentally healthy. But also, it's a sport that rewards longevity, mm-hmm. and you're not. It's not like gymnastics where you might be peaking at seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know, normally for the men, you're peaking. Like you know, late twenties, early thirties, plus mm-hmm. like beyond that. And if you don't have your education, what are you going to fall back on? And not that they're not, he's not getting an education, but there are social skills that you learn being in person. Yeah. With other peers. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't think with just triathlon, he's going to get those social skills that he needs the demographic itself, the training. What are is, you saying about solitude. the social skills of triathletes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, obviously, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, obviously, I'm not in that family. Like, make your own choices. They're gonna. There are plenty yeah. of other families. I have other opinions, right? Like, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. I was like, oh, so this has been happening in like basketball, tennis, golf for a long time. I was like, oh, so triathlon's finally gotten crazy enough that now it's happening here too. That was kind of my take. I was like, oh, yeah. well, there we go. Who knew? I mean, it might pay off. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Sam can get a new full-time training partner. There you go. And change his car to former vice champion. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the the 15-year-old's going to get like a scooter with champion on it. Yeah, exactly. He's got to win the chairs. Yeah, future champion. Future champion. champion. Yes, because he yes. can't drive yet. So just you know. Wait, but can he? Because <laughs> they're French. We don't know how old they have to be to drive. You can do whatever you want in France. You just have to like yell a bunch of things in French, and it's fine. He's yeah. probably old enough blah, blah. to drink, right? <laughs> I don't know. Do no, do they have an age for drinking there? Yeah, probably. Right? Probably. I don't know. Officially, they probably do. I like our our knowledge of France is awesome. It's going great. <laughs> I think it's sixteen. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see. It's not like my favorite place in the world, as we've said. You've been there so much this year. <laughs> but Kelly, you like it enough that you would go back. Yeah, I'm gonna do the race. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be inter- You know, I think that that'll be fun and interesting. I think they need to build a second pedestrian bridge there's only one pedestrian bridge and you had to get over it like okay so you had to go through security checkpoints to get anywhere like around the race and they had fencing like at least like two mi- a mile and a half or something down and then once you got through the security 
you were on like the side, like you basically had to cross over because the bike and the run both went down the same road. So that whole road was kind of like blocked off. So you had to get to the other side and there was only one pedestrian bridge. And it was just like, it was just, so you just kind of, once you got over it, you had to just give up. You're like, I'm on this side now. I, I can't go anywhere. I'm, I'm here for the day. I'm stuck. The whole run course was like fenced in. That sounds like prison. Not what all of it. That? Like, like a month, like about, it basically stopped maybe a mile down. Okay. But yeah, it was like, it was like intense fencing. Yeah. It sounds like, like warrior games where they're like in there. Oh, it was intense. Watching them through yeah. the fence. <laughs> it was more barricades on the full run side, but on the bike side, it was like a full fence. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like, and then somebody clipped that and crashed hard. Oh, oh yeah. Ouch. We were concerned about crashes. Yeah, that was the like worst crash, I think, was a guy clipped the barricade like 200 meters, <laughs> which I know isn't funny, but you're like this whole really intense course, you know what I mean? And that's like where the worst accident happened. So the rumor I heard was there was 20 like serious crashes. Is that that's true? Right. I mean, it's like, what do you find by serious? Like there were a number, I think, of like, bro- uh, like collarbones, um, you know, like crash it, right? Like, yeah, they said about 20 people left in ambulances. That's what I heard. I don't know about ambulances, but yeah, I mean, I would say if you were to say, if you were asking me, I'd be like 20 sounds right. Like probably. But when I asked the Ironman guys, are there any serious, serious, like going to be in the hospital overnight? And they were like, no. So it was all like broken bones, hit your head, go get it checked or bike got broken and had to be picked up was one of like, that happened, you know? Unlike, unlike Ironman Wisconsin. Right, unlike Iron Man Wisconsin, which I still don't. Yeah, so somebody passed away at Iron Man Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Oh, which wasn't a crash; it just was on like the bike. He got, yeah, he got sick. It's unclear to me if it was a cardiac event or if something else happened. On the bike. That's All what right. I never found realized found out what happened to the guy in um, Chattanooga. I didn't understand whether that was a crash or a cardiac event either, or well, it was a combination yeah. of the two. Yeah, this really made it sound like. Um, they kept saying got ill, which is often more like, you know, like kidney, fit, like something failed, right? Like that's like hmm. something went wrong. Um, yeah. So I don't know. But they don't well, like this, to release details. This took a dark turn. This took a dark turn. Yeah. They, don't, they really don't like to release details. Even like I was trying to find out about a friend who had crashed. He was fine. But they won't even, they'll be like, well, I can't tell you any details. And you're like, can you just like tell me if he's okay? Right? Like, so that's always like a little tough for sure. All right. So my my question for the week is going to be very simple because I have zero brain capacity right now. <laughs> um, I'm guessing everybody on this podcast has ch- taken a look at the Watch the Women shirts mm-hmm. yes. available. Yeah. Well, I picked the just plain Watch the Women black tank, I think. Okay. Um, what has everybody else picked? I tried to get Sarah to send me a bubblegum pink crop top of the legends names. And she was like, Kelly, who are you? Did someone hack your Slack account? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. The bubblegum pink. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know we had choices in color and style. I just said did, number three size small. <laughs> Wait, did you not click the link? Yeah. It's probably not too late. You got to click the oh, link. Why don't you guys tell so, me? So yeah, we have we have a shirt that's we have the watch the women. We have one that has like all the like it says like um God, I'm trying to think of the names going back. Paula and Natasha. Natasha. Paula and Natasha and Chrissy and Chrissy. Renee and Daniela and Chelsea. Like it's like supposed yeah. to be like kind of through the ages. 
And then there's one, and this is the one I got from my mom that says crawling our way to the top since 1982. And it has a picture of like a cartoon of Julie Moss. And that one's pretty funny. So crawling our way to the top. I yeah, got the, I le- go the legends. You got the legends. Yeah, because I saw Kelly's and I just want to be like Kelly. I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I must have this shirt because their names are very distinctive. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Like Caduceus in shopping other, mode. Yeah, it's any like, other trash. You see him clicking, click, click, click. <laughs> I was like, ah, I just said number three size small. What's oh, number man. three? Which one? Was some, uh, wash, just watch the women. Okay. Yeah, classic. You can't go wrong. Classic. Yeah, because I can, I can go to different races and say watch the women. I can go crack a joke and say watch the women. I, there's Love a it. lot I could do. With I that. will tell you, I had like a bunch of pins and stickers in these, and I was like giving them to people. And then we had had this idea that, that we were like, oh, we should just put the stickers everywhere. But watch women, which is what because the is small. Watch women every get super creepy depending it's, on where you oh, put it. Oh, <laughs> it does look like it just says watch women. Because we were like, oh, you can stick them in the bathrooms. And you're like, nope, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for another week of If You're Writing. Remember, it's Watch The Women. And (laughs) it's very much focused on triathlon, not bathroom perversion. Uh, (laughs) And we'll check in with you next week. We know what it takes to be reaching the I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a Feisty Try sponsor, mostly because of their commitment to education and making sure all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like women uh, often underfuel, and they more typically complain about gel consistency. I know I do, uh, which is why I personally really love the light and easy to get down Precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. Precision Fuel and Hydration has also recently signed on as the official hydration partner for Ironman races in Europe, which means that the PF1000 electrolyte mix will be on course at all European races this summer for the bike and run. The 1000 mix delivers 1000 milligrams of sodium per liter or about 500 milligrams per 16 ounce water bottle, which is about the average sodium sweat concentration across thousands of sweat tests they've done on triathletes. And because it's a low calorie drink, it also lets you decouple your fueling and your hydration that can be helpful, you know, when there are so many different factors to keep track of in Ironman races. But the most important thing is testing it all for yourself, which is why you can use Precision's sweat testing spreadsheet to do your own testing and calculate your own sweat loss. And I know that can sound intimidating. I I felt like that too, but it's really super manageable when you enter your numbers into their formula. And then you can book your own totally free consultation with their sports scientists, like no sales necessary. Um, You can find a wealth of information, all of this in their Precision Knowledge Hub, and you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and the specially formulated flow gel, which is made exactly for how people fuel in long course triathlon. It's like really handy. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. 
That's FTP, like Feisty Try Podcast, and the number one five, or, you know, like functional threshold power, FTP15 at pfandh.com. All right, Alyssa, I'm like starting to swim more again. And I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from get, like, getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year. And I used to try hard, Kelly, and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan, dermatologically tested proprietary blend. TryHard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're going to need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of TryHard. I think it's like definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now too for anyone who wants to try, you know, <laughs> try try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20% off storewide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20% off at tryhard.co.